This is the Whiskey Rebellion podcast with your hosts Publius and Benevolus. Anarchism. It's not a romantic fable, but the hard-headed realization based on 5,000 years of experience that we cannot entrust the management of our lives to kings, priests, politicians, generals, and county commissioners. That quote from Edward Abbey kicks off episode 28 of 1794 Studios Whiskey Rebellion podcast brought to you as always, by the Gaston Press, where it's always darkest, just before the dawn. Of course, I'm your loyal host. Back again, Publius Hamilton, joined by my good friend and founder of the Gaston Press, Benevolus Franklin. Get strapped or get clapped. Now, um, past few episodes, we've been treated, uh, treated by <laughs> Brandon. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, open Twitter. <laughs> it's been an epic last two weeks or last two episodes i'll say well, i guess two weeks either way doesn't matter yeah. we promised on episode 27 that we'd get around to um listening to the chief's bewildering political philosophies can't wait to get into that sure we'll still get around to it uh but there's just a lot of free content out there that we need to go through and it's all from the elites yeah, let's go, Brandon. Well, you know. Let's go, Brandon. I know Mother Benevolence appreciated that last week. Uh, listen up, Whiskey Crowd. <clears throat> Everybody's got to keep standing in their ground. Got to keep fighting the good fight. You know, all across the country, we're watching people stand up to the tyrants that we, quote, unquote, voted in. People are walking out. People are fighting back. Do not go gently into that good night. If the last thing you ever hear are communist cackles, then you know you went down swinging. The movement of, quote unquote, for the greater good around us is nothing but a delusion. Fuck the greater good. I am the greater good. Publius is the greater good. What you do is only important for you, your family, and your tribe. This is the root of the anarchist, the core. This is what it's all about. We're not here to take down Joe and his army of bi-gendered, blue-haired cucks, okay? We're here to topple fucking empires. Pour one out for that fallen empire. Raise a glass for another dead ward monger and, what is it, Colin Powell? Colonel Powell? However the fuck you say. Colin, yeah, Colin, I think. Get strapped or get clapped. Let's fucking roll. What do we got from the the TGP revolutionists this week? Yeah, I don't really... (laughs) We only heard from one of them, uh, in a <laughs> Vic Dixon in Vic Dixon fashion. Uh, quote, please strap me and clap me. End quote, Bruce Jenner. That must be Bruce Jenner before Caitlin. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't it be during too? <laughs> during, I don't know. I don't know where it came from, but. Shout out to Vic for that one. Yeah, you know, that was, uh, when that came across the screen today, I was like, get the hell out of here. 
I don't even know where the hell it came from, but I mean, it's just <laughs> that's just who it is. Of course. So listen, we've only got two topics today. Of course, we got Uh-oh. fuck the elites, everybody's favorite. We got Benny tweets. We've only got two primary topics though: fuck Janet Old Yeller and Gaz and Theory Part One Anarchism. Now, Janet Old Yeller, aka Janet Yeller, our wonderful old baggy uh, secretary of the treasury oh yeah has let everybody know that the government of the united states is going to authorize the irs the largest terrorist group in the world um 600 bucks so if you receive 600 dollars or more into your bank account Minus, minus government checks or paychecks, which I don't know how they're going to make that distinction, but anyways. That's what they'll tell you, I'm sure. Yeah. Then you, um, it's going to be flagged by the IRS to further investigate. Um, <laughs> we've, we've, yeah, we've kind of brushed on this because it hasn't been the forefront of discussion. But as the, you know, communists have tried to pass this $3.5 trillion spending package that costs yeah. how much, Publius? It, uh, $0. Yeah. Yeah, $0. Go ahead and spend $3.5 trillion, but you're going to look into our accounts when we spend 600 bucks. Exactly. And, you know, of course their argument is, well, we, gotta, we got to collect the money from you know the billionaires the 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 multi-millionaires yeah yeah the six it's not really meant for the the regular people six hundred dollars come on i i i want to talk about this and we talked two weeks ago about how mrs publius has come around to the whole yeah they're trying to kill small business yeah this is all this is Mm -hmm. so if <clears throat> America is propped up by small business. It, it, it's, it is the American dream. And sure, the goal is to make money, but the majority of small business owners in this country, it's pride. They do it because, one, they love it, and, and two, they built it with their own hands. Right. <clears throat> Which is remarkable and honorary. But hard times create difficult decisions and difficult decisions often create, you know, quote unquote, illegal, uh, activities or means. Right. So if, if, if you have a friend, let's say Publius has a small business, you know, he's got maybe two employees, but he needs some extra help for, for two weeks and he's going to pay me 700 bucks to work that two weeks. Now, when that money, think about that, $700, that's only $350 a week. That'd be what, like $5 an hour? No, that can't be right. That makes no sense. Still too much. <laughs> <laughs> but but let's say he, he you know, sends me 700 bucks through Venmo. Okay. So I take my Venmo account and I submit uh, 700 into my bank account. 
when that clears, it's going to flag the IRS because they aren't going to collect that tax money from me because I'm not going to claim that on my wages. Fuck no. Publius is going to have that as a tax write-off. And we both come out, you know, pretty well on the other side. $700. That's Those kinds of transactions happen all the fucking time. Yeah. All the time. I mean, how many people pay just pay a landlord rent through mm-hmm. Venmo? And that's going to be six $700 at least. Yeah. So, you're exactly right. So, here's what... Um, here's the compromise that, that because states were openly, I mean, Nebraska was the first state, but they were openly saying, we're, we're not going to allow this. Like this law will not be valid in our state because state rights are supposed to supersede federal. Right. Of course, you know, in our backwards ass, whatever world we live in, they don't. So, our good friends on the left said, okay, here's a compromise. If you have $10,000 worth of transactions into your into deposited into your account over a 12-month period that are not paychecks or government money, and, mind you, teachers and firefighters are exempt from the, this completely, then $10,000, if you're under that, nothing's going to happen. So Publius could pay me up to $9,999 to do side work for him, and I'm not going to have to report it. That's, that's a great compromise, right? Fuck no, it's our money. So, so divide 10000 by 12. And you're going to see pretty quickly... Should have done this before, headass. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean, come on. Eight hundred and thirty-three dollars. Yeah, eight hundred thirty-three bucks a month. There are one hundred percent people out there. A lot of people out there that make that money under the table every year, and that's how they support their family. <laughs> you know, it's a lot more than that. Yeah. So, if we take 10000 divided by, or no, we want to multiply that by, I get about 73% of my paycheck. You're down to $7,300. But that's a great compromise. They're only taking three grand. I mean, what, my favorite part of this whole article here on... Washington Times one has a lot of good information in it. We can dig in a little bit. My favorite part of this uh, New York Post, though. Here's the Republicans' current response. <clears throat> Despite the massive jump in the threshold, some Republicans think that there must be a higher number for the GOP to get on board. It would have to be one that was so high that small businesses weren't pulled into the net, Senator Mike Crapo of Idaho told reporters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to say what that is, but it's got to be millions. I'm not going to tell you what the threshold is where I would be comfortable with it, but there's a lot of people being brought into this unnecessarily. You know what that, what the correct number is, Publius? And I think you're going to hit it on the, on the head. What the correct number is? 
Yeah. There should be no number. Exactly. <laughs> it shouldn't exist. The fact that this is even a conversation and that everybody in America isn't freaking the fuck out is nuts. You think, do you think billionaires and millionaires give a shit about reporting $10,000? No, not at all. It's chump change. $10,000 to them is 10 bucks to us. Yeah. They don't care. They're like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll write it off. I'll, I'll, I'll get what I need done. They, Janet Old Yeller needs to go <laughs> on the back 40, and I'm going to follow her. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just think about. Unreal. I just think about where we're from, especially. All the small business owners that we know, and how this hopefully doesn't, but it could kill them. Yeah, I think about uh, uh, my stepfather. He works under the table. Yeah. Everything under the table. I mean, he would he would hit that ten thousand dollar mark within two months. I'd say almost. Yeah. A lot of people would. A lot of people would. Yeah. $10,000, I mean, yeah, sure, okay. So they'll take out things like, uh, they'll t- t- keep taking things out. But who gives a shit? They think, they think this is going to collect $160 billion a year in taxes that the top 1% supposedly erases. Oh, sure, yeah. They don't give a shit. This is all a farce to simply crush us yeah, into it's, submission. That's all it is. That's all it is anymore. But, I mean, you start with the mandates, and then and then it's going to be, obviously, you can't, it's already started to happen. You can't work unless you get the vaccine. And then, I don't know what's yeah. next, but you start, they're going to be withholding your money somehow. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's not you're exempt if you're vaccinated. Well, that's coming. I'm working on some things behind the scenes for us, so don't worry about that, though. Um, yeah. I, 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 and this is how it makes it extremely difficult to not think that this has all been calculated for a century. Oh, easily. Because the conditioning to get to this point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Because how many people don't care? Because, oh, it's going to go after the billionaires. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like a billionaire gives a shit about $600, $10,000 now, whatever the fuck. I mean. If they were really concerned, if, they, if it was really going after the billionaires, <laughs> why would they have started at $600? Exactly. They should have just said, and you know, okay, here's something. Do you ever notice that the number, like they they say they're not increasing the taxes on anyone that makes $400,000 and under? Yeah. Do you know what the president's salary is? Oh, I know what it is. $400,000. Exactly. I, I saw that come up the other day and I was like, oh, imagine that. 
Yeah, because that's supposed to be the threshold for wealth. Yeah, the president's not wealthy, is he? Like, if you make $400,000 a year, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a nice chunk of change. You ain't kidding. I mean, I guess I could just print that trillion dollar coin, though. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, just mint it. And there we go. Move on. Money's, and, and this is what, what's insane, is that none of this is even worth anything. That's Maybe they are right. It is $0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you have to figure, in theory, the American dollar is based off the strength of the American economy. And that's it. That's the only thing backing it, which is uh, essentially made up. Yeah, and uh, if you ask anyone in the Biden administration, the economy is thriving right now. They've made such great, such amazing progress for the economy. Please tell me you're going to talk about old Jen circle back, take a shot, Pisaki's bullshit this week. Uh, we certainly can. I mean, she. I mean, this is still on topic. She's out here saying things like, I. I, I She's saying things like, you know, this is going to cost nothing. It's only going to affect the rich. We've well, we've made progress in the economy while shelves are just fucking empty, bare. Well, and I'm not, I'll leave this off for a second. Uh, when she said yesterday, so on the nineteenth, when she said that shelves are bare. Because the economy is thriving and everybody's buying stuff. I mean, it's either she's actually, she actually believes that, or she is being forced to believe that. I don't but, know. But maybe it's more dangerous, and it's both. It's probably both. I think, and someone in my family said this the other day, she's the only one in this administration that is good at her job. Yeah. That's, that's true. She's the only one doing anything. I cannot stand her, but she is good at her job because she can spin the fuck out of anything. Yeah. And, and then the way that, you know, all these media outlets just make uh, Ducey from Fox News look like a criminal, a villain in front of her. But he's asking actual questions. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's you, asking you, the questions that the press should be asking. Exactly. Uh, I mean, they're going to have to answer questions eventually. Now, supposedly, maybe on trial. Joe, yeah, well, you know, if Hillary's not on trial, they're not going to go on trial. Not in, not in this America. No. In our America, maybe. After the war, right? <laughs> After the war, yeah. <laughs> now, w w one more thing about this whole... I mean, we could get into... Because they're going to use the Patriot Act. They're going to say, well, these people are sending money um, to, 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 to buy guns and ammunition and, and, you know, tanks or whatever the hell they're going to try and spin. Yeah. Think of... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, think of us. In all honesty. Think of why they're trying so hard to go to the cashless society. Coin shortage. Coin shortage. I mean... They, they can't track it if you're doing all cash transactions. You want to know something else that I thought about this week is 
<laughs> you want to really connect all the dots? Bitcoin is at $66,000 for one Bitcoin right now. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it just ballooned in the last two weeks. And that's not an exaggeration. Go look at the graph. Just out of nowhere. When all the news was negative, when everybody's talking about, well, I mean, if this is what the IRS is going to do, we're going to have to go to crypto. Because fuck the government. Right. All of a sudden, your crypto, if you're not in the game now, you're, you're too far behind at this point. Yeah. They're trying to make people that don't, and this is going to come up later when we talk about what fucking Brandon said just a couple hours ago. They think they're going to outsmart everybody and that that's how they're going to win. They think that <laughs> with a eminent war on their hands, I mean, we're fighting a cold civil war right now. True. They think that they're just going to, you know, supposedly, quote unquote, outsmart us. Mm -hmm. Everybody should be pissed about this. Everybody should be telling everybody about this, talking about this, because... Yeah. I mean, even like you said, uh, Mrs. Publius brought this to my attention, I think, before I even I had even seen it. Really? I, well, I, I don't know. I think I had seen it, but I didn't really... I hadn't really looked into it and she came home from work one day and was like this is this is wrong and and the republicans have just i mean they've completely fucked this up they should have stood their ground and said absolutely not no but let's say the number would have to be in the millions. yeah no 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 the number doesn't exist because this isn't going to exist. We're going to fucking stop this. We we're should uh, go back and we're going to throttle old Helen Yeller. And <laughs> like I said, we're going to take her to the back 40. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually speak, speaking on that. I, I saw a tweet this week that um, I guess it was last week. I'm okay with the IRS looking into my bank account. Only if the public is granted access that same level Granted, that same level of access for all federally elected politicians. Well, I, I bookmarked that because while I understand the point that they're trying to make, mm -hmm. I don't want them in my bank account at all. Exactly. That's and that's 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 the leaving the conservative plantation behind. You know and what I, I mean? Yeah, and I don't even I don't really care to look in every single politician's account, but I want to, I want, I want an itemized receipt from the IRS every year of what my money's been spent on. That, that's a great point. That's a fantastic point. And every year that they vote to raise the debt ceiling, which let's talk about for a second, because <laughs> <laughs> they, they make everything too complicated for us to understand the way they talk about this shit. It's elitist bullshit. By saying raise the debt ceiling, all they're saying is we're going to spend more money year over year. Yeah. That's it. So instead of spending, you know, we've quote unquote budgeted, but actually not budgeted, you know, $3 trillion for fiscal year 2022. 
We're saying if needed, we will spend four trillion. Can we agree to this? Yes, no. Unreal. They always say yes because they're all cocks. I'm just gonna raise raise it. I'm just gonna raise my debt ceiling. I'm just gonna go buy a house and just, you know. Uh I'm not gonna listen to what my creditors tell me. I'm just gonna say, you know what? I can yeah. afford four hundred thousand dollars. Just yeah. put it on my tab. Yeah, just just throw it on there. Everybody needs to realize when they and this is how everybody needs to start talking about it. It's not the government raising the debt ceiling. It's the government spending more of your fucking money. Right. Because if you, we did the math a, a while ago on, on, on an episode. If you divide the, the what, $26 trillion by 320 million Americans. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean. Well, the, the, the debt clock, I'm pulling it up now. It tells you debt per citizen. So what's the total debt at right now? $28.899 trillion. <laughs> That's 86804 per citizen, 229000 per taxpayer. Yeah, I still want to know that distinction. I get, It must mean, I mean, children and stuff, but... So the average American makes, what, like 43000 a year or something? Uh, it has the median income on here. Median income right now is $35,689. That's gone down. Interesting. Well, I mean, okay. So you want to talk about that's the median income. You know, you want to know how people make their extra money? Under the table. But that's not going to be allowed anymore. Unless you file your taxes. Because there's no way. Listen to this one. Where you live, though. Listen to this one. Well, 9,615,000 self-employed people in the United States. That's a lot. And that's just self-employed. That doesn't mean who they have working for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my bosses have, I mean, there's like 50 of us now. That's a lot of people. Trickle down. I don't know. Well, we do know. Once the war is over, we're going to give all this debt to the libs and the Republicans. We're going to move on in our anarchist society. Yeah. (laughs) Old Helen Yeller. So, yeah, we're going to fuck the elites pretty quickly. Listen. This was pretty simple for me. Mayor fucking Pete, our gay transportation secretary. Now, I wouldn't care. I don't care that he's gay. At all. Do you care? Why would I care? But they make sure we know. They make sure you know, but they were trying to say that he was the first cabinet member when Donald J. Trump appointed the first gay cabinet member. But, you know, it's fine. Whatever. Whatever. So this is a great transportation secretary, Pete. I don't know how to say transportation. Is I heard that. that. I heard that. that. <laughs> Trans uh, LGBTQSIJK. Uh, anyways, Pete Butt 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 Gig. Man, that's Bootjig. even more. 
booty jig. Oh, wow. That's even more ironic. I know. He was set up for failure. <laughs> Has been on paid leave for months amid supply chain crisis. In case you're wondering. Him and his husband. Again, I don't give a fuck. Have adopted twins. That's great. I think that's great. Yeah. You know, there were pictures. You know, the conservatives out there said some dumb shit. That I thought was pretty stupid. I was like, really? This is what we're going to focus on right now? Uh, but here's the thing. I'm all for maternity and paternity leave. I think it, in our society, it makes sense. But here's the thing, okay? He's been on maternity leave since fucking August. It is, it is the third week of October. Yeah. So he's not staying home. What does his husband do? I don't know. Probably. There's a million things I could say, and I don't. I don't know which one to say. But I mean, I guess is he the mother? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How does that get worked? I don't understand. I mean, it's not like he's. He doesn't have to recover from any uh, surgery yeah. or anything. He's not recovering from from birth. He's not recovering from, you know, he's not tired from breastfeeding. He's not, like, the, the first couple of months for the baby and the mother are the most important. And apparently, I guess, I mean, I guess, yeah, some of the conservative jokes were funny. Like, okay, he's on maternity leave. Is he, you know, giving out the titty milk? I don't know. That'd be wonky. You never but, know. I mean, yeah. Hey, more power to him, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, unreal. That. And, th- and of course, you know, the left. You, you know the left. They're all like, well, you know, he's, he's on maternity leave and it should be great for America and everybody should get three years of maternity and paternity leave. Okay, you blue-haired fuck. Shut the hell up. Please. I did only have one, but I have two. This one's real quick. Old Dr. Jillian Biden says that when she visits GOP-dominated states, she's met with anger, and it hurts her with how much anger her and her husband receive. (laughs) I I thought that was great. (laughs) Don't don't really... Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Unreal. Fuck the elites. We talked about uh, how all of this just felt years in the making. Yeah. I, uh, I, I saved this one from a little while ago. And I think we've all heard it before. But this just, I mean, you know. Bill Gates said healthcare and vaccines could reduce unsustainable population growth in the 2010 TED Talk. At a 2010 TED Talk about reducing carbon emissions, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates said that one of the factors contributing to the high levels, high levels of carbon emissions is population growth and that better healthcare could help lower unsustainable population growth. Better healthcare. What does that mean? 
vaccinations. <laughs> Just gonna say it. I don't. I, yeah. I don't care what you say. I mean, this guy best friends with Epstein, who didn't kill himself. Nope. Um. This pedophile. Ugh. This guy pisses me off more than anything right now. More than uh, Tony? Uh, okay, maybe not. Maybe not. But, <laughs> I mean, he, he married a, a man. Didn't we already talk about that? You, Melinda's a man? I thought we talked about that. I don't think so. Well, she certainly looks like one. Maybe that was me and Vic in a separate conversation. Anyway, <laughs> this guy wants to control population growth. But he's he's just a he just makes Microsoft software. He doesn't even. I mean, who, who let these people think that we give a fuck what they have to say? That's a fantastic point. And because of that, now I want to have like five baby food leases. Yeah, I want like a dozen every time I hear that. <laughs> because one, like I have each, three. Each one gets a gun. Yeah, every, more guns per capita. I love it. Because I half agree, there, there, there's a lot of people on the earth. I mean, let's just get rid of the idiots, the elites. Let's start there. Let's start with the elites. I'm, I'm here for it. I like. You it. know, you know how it is. Fuck the elites. Fuck the elites. You know, I, I'm surprised you didn't want to talk about your boy Tony, and that he said um, vaccinated people are allowed to get together for Thanksgiving this year. Um, it's just, uh, isn't that, I could have brought it up, but it's just, uh, it's just beating a dead horse. I feel like at this point, (laughs) everyone knows how I feel about Tony Fauci over here. I mean, and I, hopefully I can, I can see my family for Christmas. Better get that vax. Yeah. (laughs) I'll get right on that. (laughs) You know? It's just like you said about Bill. Who died and made these people authorities? Epstein. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're, we supposedly left behind, you know, royalty and elitism when we had an insurrection in 1776. An actual insurrection. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so, though. And see, that's one problem that has come with our freedom. Is that it's created more uh, authorities. Because more people have become successful or had successful careers. And so they think, and they've been told, mm-hmm. that their voice is louder than anybody else's. I don't know. Food for thought. Benny tweets. I mean, you know what it is. I'm going to read these tweets. Try not to give uh, my opinion, which is pretty difficult to do. But, uh, you know, Publis is going to give us... Hey, speaking of Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates' son-in-law, I don't want to know about him. I don't care. Anyways, here's a here's one from the hill. Okay, at the hill on Twitter. So they tweeted. Um, 
anti-Semitic crime. <laughs> I can't even read it. Anti-Semitic crime in Germany at highest level recorded. They legit tweeted this on the 27th of May in 2020. The highest level recorded. Well, in their defense, was it a crime in the 40s? <laughs> I mean, I guess not. <laughs> it was a war crime, but it wasn't a German crime. Yeah. But I yeah. digress. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> and then they sent out a correction tweet. Corrected. Anti-Semitic crime in Germany hits highest level in nearly two decades. Well, you just went from... Ever? Being... How Ever. long has Germany been a nation? An actual nation? Yeah. Uh, World War One. I mean, before that, it was all tribes. That's fair. That the you know Romans couldn't defeat. Yeah, I, I I had to share that one. There's not a whole lot to say about that. That's just amazing. That's just that is just journalism at its best, right there. That's a a one example of why you why none of us listening to this podcast trust media, and why most Americans don't trust media. Period. Uh, so we've got one here from King of the Cucks. Oh. Um, in case you're wondering, his his Twitter bio is Harvard 23 working on Maxwell Frost for Florida campaign and as a founder slash board member at March for Our Lives. He, him, pronouns, contact David Hogg at gmail.com or DM, DM me. I don't think I should probably DM him. Um, yes, it's Mr. David Hogg himself, the survivor of... Uh, we talked about this last time. Which which one was that? Stillman Douglas? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He tweeted yesterday. On, Harvard 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember, when they ver- remember when Twitter verified all the kids? Dumb yeah. as shit. Yeah. <laughs> he tweeted it's hard to make young people turn out to vote when things that help young people are, are consistently some of the first things to get cut from spending bills here's why this is ironic he's saying that young people are not going to go out to vote because they're not going to get free college essentially and that they'll only vote if the politicians involved are going to give them free college. Here's here's where I think it's funny though. Is because he's right. I don't want to go vote because nobody's going to cut everything from the spending bill. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. I thought that was amusing. I I could go through his whole Twitter feed, but I'm just going to have to throw my mic against the wall for another day. For another day. Yeah. We'll just call it David Hogg, that episode. Fuck no. <laughs> now, the Washington Post wants you to know something. And this might be, this might be, I know you're going to have a take on this shit. This might be one of the greatest things of 2021 from the Washington Post. Opinion. Don't rant about short-staffed stores and supply chain woes. 
try to lower your expectations. Thoughts, Pubos? Lower your expectations. <laughs> Let's just move the target a little bit, all right? <sighs> try to lower your expectations. <laughs> From what? I had no expectations to begin with. That's what I'm saying. And you still are doing worse than that. If 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 a year ago we would have known that Biden wins, the only thing we would have gotten right is that COVID still exists. Yeah. We could not have predicted everything else. And we're pretty good at that. Let's circle back. Take a shot. Uh-oh. Because we said earlier that Jen Psaki brought this up. The redhead herself. She brought this up. She was asked about it. Why, why does supply chain suck? She said, everybody's just buying everything. The economy is so great. Everybody's making so much money. Yeah. Because inflation brings um, wage increases. Yeah. And, you know. Everybody's just so excited because they they're, they're vaccinated and they just get to run out and do everything that they didn't get to do for 18 months because they're not allowed to because your freedom doesn't exist unless you're vaccinated. That's what she's trying to tell us, right? Yeah. But then the Washington Post and, and all the other mainstream medias are out here saying Biden, Harris, 2020 should have been lower your expectations, not build back better. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the supply chain <laughs> is merely a result of everything we've all ever feared that the the politicians are going to make a welfare state, create a w- true welfare state. Yep. And that these vaccines are going to control everything. And that's what's happening. You've got these unions protecting all these uh, dock workers in California, crane operators, truck drivers, and they're all saying, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to take my time. There's no incentives. And then you've got ships six miles out just sitting in the harbor for weeks with shipping containers that are not going to get here. Yep. And so here's what's going to happen is Black Friday is going to be a train wreck. An absolute train wreck. And all these retailers know this. And that's why, you know, Christmas shit was starting to get raced out in September. And the deals are already starting. Everybody's everybody's going to run out of everything. Except... Here's my prediction for Amazon. Because that's... Oh, man. Hear me out here. I'm hearing you. Because they're the largest, most powerful company on the planet right now. Mm -hmm. And because Bezos will fund all of them, because Bezos is an elitist and he loves it, He's, he's going to say, okay, you get my shit in. You make sure that all Amazon orders are filled. 
I'll make sure you get elected. Yeah. Watch. Watch. <laughs> that makes too much sense. Doesn't it? I was looking under this trying to see some of the replies to the tweets, and there was <laughs> there was uh, more tweets here. <laughs> President Biden, nine hours ago. Here's the deal. If you spent $3 on your coffee this morning, that's more than what 55 major corporations paid in taxes in recent years. <laughs> what? $3. That's more than what 55 major corporations paid in taxes. $3. Okay, let's say that's true. The jobs? Okay, cor- one corporation shouldn't be taxed like people. Well, people, besides the point, the people shouldn't be taxed. Uh, I mean, what the fuck are we talking We're not wasting time here. Corporations should not be taxed like people. That makes no sense. It's just to create more tax money for the politicians to blow. Yeah. And screw us. We are the most... No, um, that's a different rant. I was just going to say, we're the most untamable civilization, like, country on the planet because of the Second Amendment. Besides the point, though. I mean, who? These corporations generate how much money for the economy? And then, not only, okay, are their incomes being used to pay you and me to work for them. Right. They're paying all kinds of costs, like electrical costs, which is going to make sure that, you know, the coal workers still have jobs. I mean. That's the thing. I uh, actually, and this doesn't really have to do with it. I know know, um, someone who was at, or they own it. They own a restaurant in a small town over here. (laughs) Um, And it, it doesn't have to do with, so much this but they had some of their workers wanted raises and they said okay well you want to raise then we're gonna have to take away some of your vacation i mean there has to be an offset there because they can't afford it i mean people only see the money that comes in but they don't see what these corporations are paying out yeah in all sorts of different ways yeah i mean i run the p l the bottom line for um, my side of the business mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know everybody sees the numbers coming in you know profiting $100,000 and I'm right. like you realize we're still in the red because I spent $125,000 last month right yeah people People don't get that. They just think they should be getting the $15 an hour that they're due. Yeah. Without any repercussions. Yeah. Uh, being so ingrained in a startup and, and a small, I mean, a small tech company, I'm like, I mean, I know what my coworkers think. They think they should be getting more money just because. And I'm like, what? What? numbers did you drive what did you provide to make everybody more money right anyway 
Panthers. Let's move on. Yeah. Occupied Democrats. Yeah, that was, that was a good tangent, though. Occupied Democrats, some of the most retarded people on earth, tweeted on October 9th. Breaking news. Kellogg's workers launch a massive strike over being forced to work 16-hour overtime shifts and seven-day work weeks, many times for up to 120 days straight. Even worse, Kellogg's wants to cut pay and benefits, even as it makes record profits. Retweet if you support their strike. How the fuck are they making record profits if we have nothing here? That's besides the point. Hmm. On October 17th, shout out, they tweeted, Anti-vaxxers, my body, my choice. American business owners, my business, my choice, you're fired. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> they tweeted this eight days apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. That's good shit. <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. You know, this one I just wanted to make everybody aware of because it was incredible. I don't even care what the article says. I don't care if it's clickbait. <laughs> the fact that this was a title on <laughs> Evie, com. I don't know. Listen to this, okay? I'm going to read it twice. <laughs> We're all for women's rights at the Gazin Press. And I think a lot of men would be for this in some degree. Should <laughs> women be getting, be using sex to manipulate men into getting the vaccine? This was written by a woman. Survey says. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's read that one more time. Should women be using sex to manipulate manipulate men into getting the vaccine? What you're oh. saying is that, is that some kind of form of prostitution? That would be prostitution, which should be legal. That's says point. But yeah, uh, so what you're saying is that okay, somebody has a girlfriend, and the girlfriend says. Oh, yeah, we should fool around. But you're not vaccinated, so I guess we can't. Uh, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? I don't, I don't get it. That sounds would that, insane. Would that work for you, though? God. <laughs> no. Strong man. Would it work for you? It wouldn't work for you. No, I don't think so. Not at this point. Well, we're married, though. It's different. I got a hand. <laughs> Old Jill. Not Jill Biden. Yes, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Listen, <clears throat> these last two are from our good friend, Brandon, as we like to call Oh, him. he's the best. Uh, this tweet was directly from the White House account. The cost of the Build Back Better agenda is... Zero dollars. The president's plan won't add to our national deficit, and no one making under $400,000 per year will see their taxes go up a single penny. It's fully paid for by ensuring big corporations and the very wealthy pay their fair share. Suck one fuck Joe. 
everything yeah. about yeah. this. This is, mm, man. <sighs> Won't add to our national deficit, and no one making under 400000 a year will see their taxes go up a single penny. Unless you, you make over $10,000 in a year untaxed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Circle that shit back, Brandon. And one more from Joe. This is literally, so we're shooting on the 20th. This is literally from two hours ago. And I listened to this whole video twice because I couldn't believe the insanity. President Joe Biden on education. We know that 12 years is not enough. Any longer to compete in the 21st century. We know that 12 years of education is not enough any longer if you want to compete in the 21st century. So you need, and here's what he says in the video, is that kids need to be going to school at a younger age. That's, nobody's going to pay attention to that. But what he's saying is, it it's sort of sound like the Hunger Games at this point. Yeah. Like, what? When Baby Publius is born, you're going to get to raise him for probably two years and then they're taking him. Yeah. To indoctrinate. <laughs> Fuck, no, they're not. Yeah. That's why I'll send him to the nice Christian school around the block. I don't know about that. I don't know if you want to send him there. Well, I don't know where else at the moment. Besides homeschool. homeschool. See, I'm I'm trying to get Mrs. Benevolence on board for all that. Might just have to take take baby Publius to work with me and just teach him on the side. Yeah. I like it. But anyways. I tweeted that in twenty years. I'm gonna look back at this tweet and say this this was where it all began. I mean, I highly suggest, I'm not trying to plug my own Twitter, but seriously, go look and see this video. It's from Newsmax. I quote tweeted it. Um, You got to listen to this because you're going to sit there and think about everything we talk about, everything that you and I both know, and you're going to say, yeah, this is probably some of the most radical shit ever spoken in the United States. Yeah, and it's happening right in front of our eyes. No one talks about it. Yeah. Benny tweets. We talk about it. So, segment two, our last segment. Gadsden Theory, part one. I want to talk about anarchism. And I got a quote here from Erico Malatesta. Logically, because this ties in with what we just talked about. Actually, I'm going to read that one. This one is from uh, the Win H. Rockwell Jr., It isn't a coincidence that governments everywhere want to educate children. Government (laughs) education, in turn, is supposed to be evidence of the state's goodness and its concern for our well-being. The real explanation is less flattering. If the government's propaganda can take root as children grow up, those kids will will be no threat to the state apparatus. They'll fasten the chains to their own ankles. Wow. That ties in very well. And this is the point of the Gazette Press. We left, we were, we grew up hardcore conservatives, Republican Party or bust. There are very few situations in which I will ever vote Republican again. 
I went from conservative to kind of a libertarian to full-blown libertarian to now full-blown anarchist. And it's probably pretty obvious when we talk about things. Yeah. So I tasked Publius with, you know, because Publius is here too, but there's always, if we want to discuss it, okay, we can talk about how it would all be set up, um, et cetera. But how are we going to deal with these issues if they come up? Now, some of these issues may not ever come up because of the society we've built. Right. Other issues are always going to come up because we're human. So Publius right. has some questions for me, and we're going to try and work through these. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming it's not that hard for people to figure out what anarchism is. Um, I thought I would just start with a quick definition from Wikipedia, which was basically... It's the theory that rejects all involuntary, coercive forms of hierarchy and and they're skeptical of authority. Uh, They're for the abolition of the state, which is seen as undesirable, unnecessary, and harmful. I love it. Um, I don't know. I I think I told you before this. I I was trying all day. I was thinking, okay, what am I going to ask? And then I sat down and it just hit me. (laughs) And I I got some here. I mean, I think you and I would probably agree on most of these, but I'm just trying to ask these to get a feel for what our society would look like, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, the more we discuss this stuff, the more we press the questions, press the buttons, the better we'll be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what these liberals just say. You know what? I want a utopia. I want to control everything. I bet. it makes no sense Matt Walsh I'll throw you in that bucket too it's your cup <laughs> so I mean this kind of ties in with a lot of what we've been talking about as far as taxes and corporations and one of the first things I thought of was I mean I think you and I know how we feel about it but where do large corporations such as Amazon where would that fall in under an anarchist state I mean does monopolies just allowed to exist because that's what the consumers allowed or yeah i don't know i see what you're saying um i mean like you <laughs> talking about the supply chain for christmas i don't know and maybe i'm starting off too tough i don't know but <laughs> uh so i think this is one that is 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 fairly tough and part of me wants to say in you know after the war in the new Gadsden states of, 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 of America, um, these kind of situations wouldn't even exist because we're not concerned with technology. We're not concerned with supply chains. We're concerned about our survival. But you always have to think about, okay, there's always going to be a human desire to make life both easier and more simple. Yeah. So, if these entities still exist, how do you break up monopolies? Because there's no doubt that monopolies exist, are horrible for the economy, horrible for society, um, horrible for the middle class. Part of me wants to say, well, 
and in an anarchist society, there would be no bailouts. There would be no, you spent too much money. Sorry, you're going under. Um, I think it would also depend on where these entities exist. The chances that an entity like these exist in a truly anarchist society are slim to none. Because if we're constantly fighting for survival, fighting for, you know, building our lives, and let's face it, our tribe is not going to gel with an atheist tribe. We support them. We agree with them that they should be able to feel that way. We can tell them whatever we want. We can try to lead them back to Christ, but we're not going to, most likely. Right. And so if we're just fighting for, this is our land, here's our boundary, these are our people, here's how they're broken up by families, we're not concerned about Amazon because they're not going to exist in our walls, within our walls. Yeah. I mean, but I, guess- I definitely see what you're saying. I guess that that makes sense. It kind of brings up other points. Um, talking about tribes, I mean, is it just a nation of tribes? Yeah. Or is I mean, is it a nation? Is it just separate states with their own? I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're asking, and this is how the Constitution was set up, and it should have been more fucking specific, honestly. There's a lot of conservatives that think the Constitution is the greatest document ever created. I say it's the greatest document ever created yet. Conservatives need to accept that. Anyways, in my vision, it exists as a tribe is a community. So it it could it would probably be you have a village that's broken up into tribes, mm-hmm. and those tribes do come together for a common cause within though though that community i don't know if there's a state now there can be but i think beyond the state other than mutual alliance there's not really a vision of well we would go to war with china but we're not concerned about china we're concerned about us our survival yeah. Our, our people. So I, I think it again goes back to it would be different in, in what we would live in. Um, you know, the Constitution was set up as the 13 colonies, um, well, 13 states, I guess, would exist that way and come together under defense and, you know, open borders between states mail, transportation, commerce, but otherwise, each state exists as its own. Of course, that's where we fucked up, was, you know, 150 years later. Yeah. The question becomes, how do we preserve both the community and the tribe? Yeah, I think, I mean... I hadn't really thought about it this way. And some of my questions were kind of based around that. Cause I <laughs> thinking about, I don't know. Anarchy always has, well, 
anarchy itself has this negative connotation surrounding it. Yeah. Uh, because you think about, like, I don't know, just a random, certain countries in Africa, they'll just say they, oh, they live in anarchy and that they just have, or look like Afghanistan, like they have a governing body such as the Taliban that just took over. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but they're in, they're in anarchy, but, um, and I think you answered it actually just there talking about, I mean, what's a preventative measure for something like, like you said, okay, what if we're a bunch of tribes in the guest and States of America and China says, <laughs> no, we're going to take you over. I mean, I think we know what the answer is, but, yeah. um, I mean, are these, you have these different tribes. I mean, are they still linked, uh, in supporting the cause of keeping the Gadsden states together? Or I, I don't know. I think so. And I think this is, that's a fantastic question. And this is where you start to see the flaws of what America decided to do. We said, we're, the biggest, we're the best, we're the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Well, let's go show everybody else why they should be doing it our way. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't care if, you know, Muhammad fucking, Ali, Ali, you know, wants to blow himself up in Baghdad. <laughs> it doesn't concern me. I'm not going to go over there and try to force them to feel how I feel or, or to live the way that I live. Right. Now, if, if, if they want to come to our doorstep though, just because this, this tribe that's on the border, you know, this community is a mixture of, you know, Christians and, and Jews and, and, you know, atheists and I don't know, Muslims, but here's the thing. I'm going to defend them because they would defend me. There's no honor amongst people anymore. There's no honor amongst family. Mm -hmm. And you get, you, you see that more when you live in a city, you know, I live in a city right now and I'm trying to get the fuck out and we're going to come back. I'm coming back to you. Publius. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, because even though, it's not set up that way. I know all the people in that town would have my back if it came down to it. Yeah. And they'd have my family's back. Mm -hmm. It ultimately does come down. And this is where the politicians and the elites and the left and the right, they all want to tell you how you should think rather than, what do you think? Oh, okay. That's great. I defend your right to think that way, to feel that way. That's why we don't care if somebody's transgender or gay or, or, or an atheist. As long as you respect how I feel and you'll hear me out, I'll hear you out. Yeah. <laughs> That's something you definitely don't see anymore today anyway. No. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not trying to talk ourselves up i generally think we would be that way as we yeah. always say leave us no, the fuck alone and uh but you don't, you don't get that from the other side no you don't 
not at all. And you hear from, you know, people on the right why you're wrong. Right. You know, sure, they're not going to tell you that you're trying to kill them like the leftists will. But they're going to tell you why you're wrong. There's just no respect. Right. No, we just... Go ahead. And that's where I think the idea of a community, of a tribe, of of a state still, and maybe not the same size, um, mm-hmm. can exist. But again, it takes two things, no matter your religious beliefs. One, you must understand and believe in people. Yeah. And not enough people do. And yeah. as much as I think I don't, I know I do. I mean, sure, I love to talk about fucking idiots. <laughs> and Pooboo said I love to talk shit. It's the meaning of life. It is. But in the end, we still believe in people. And probably to a fault. Yeah. But You're the, right. other, the other part of that is also, you must also remember that evil exists. Mm-hmm. Whether you think it's heaven and hell, whether you think it's just, I mean, look, like I said, I'll defend your right to be an atheist. I just don't really get it because what what are you living for? Um, right. But whether you think it's heaven and hell, whether you think it's whatever, whether you think it's just, whether you do think it's human nature, but you still have to believe in people, you must admit that evil exists in this world. Right. And if you don't then we're gonna fail Mm -hmm. and i think that's the hardest part of i kind of call it populist anarchy i call myself an anarcho populist because i don't think i should be trying to compete against you i think that we should be bonding together in the greater good yeah for because we, we we believe in each other and and ultimately we share the same land Right. Now, how do you solve disputes in that? It gets tricky. You know, those are the those are the questions that are probably more theoretical. But I think a lot of this is philosophical that we're getting into, which is great. Yeah, and I, um, I mean, speaking of, oh, where was I? Man. Uh, well, okay, you're talking about populist, populist. I guess we'll call it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I think that's a good point because where so I feel like in a true true anarchist state if everyone is just kind of fending for themselves surviving on their own I mean there's no there is no sense of community there but in in a populist anarchist state is there I mean I keep bringing up tribes but I mean is there a single I'm just going to say like a constitution presiding over all the tribes or is each tribe kind of on their own it's still that's a good question and that's where the constitution is supposed to work in that it starts at the bottom and it goes to the top Mm -hmm. but the bottom controls the means and the end goal so no matter what, humans are always drawn towards two things, community 
in hierarchy. Mm -hmm. So you must still respect that hierarchy. Now, I'm not saying that only men can be (laughs) like head of family and such. But I do think exactly like what you're saying. Well, (laughs) just kidding. Go ahead. Well, I just think about, you know, there's plenty of men that should not be head of family. And I would consider their wife, the head of the family. Um, Yeah. Anyways, the, you, you still have to go through the, okay. You have the Hamilton family. You have the Franklin family inside of this tribe. There's, six families i don't know that are a community they are a tribe mm-hmm. um and this is probably where the native americans generally failed was to come together with like tribes plain and simple if they would have they probably could have fended off uh the white people you know, the evil white people that yeah. spread genocide, apparently, which doesn't make sense. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so this tribe votes together. And they don't appoint necessarily a head of tribe, but they vote on a point together. Mm-hmm. And then within that, they vote. So, so these families vote inside this tribe, and then... If there's a larger community issue, then, or not even issue, just decision or, or good thing, positive ROI, who knows, then the tribes vote internally and then they deliver that vote to the community, etc. Okay. If that, does that cover that question? Uh, I think so for the most part. Um, I kind of, that, that was actually kind of part of one of my questions was like, is there, I mean, are we, is it like a majority, majority vote or is it, I mean, is there a head that's kind of appointed in the whole community? I mean, I think if there is, they don't get a vote. The only thing that they do is organize the events. So, okay. It's kind of like an elder, almost. Yeah. And then what if, um, what if the vote between the community, between the tribes is all split? I mean, do they get a vote then? Or is it just... Within the tribe or within the community? Within the community. I don't know. Um, I think if it's split then maybe I think that <laughs> I think we'd be getting theoretical here uh, and situational, less philosophical, yeah. which is fine. Um, my proposal right off the tip of my tongue would be, okay, we split. We need to know how we split and discuss like we are right now. Yeah. Or the other head of the families vote as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or, or more people are brought in to discuss. Yeah. I think then you avoid the one voice and you promote community. I agree with that. I just, 
something that came across to me as I was thinking. I mean, just oh, yeah. writing things down. But I mean, I'm not talking shit. Well, you kind of are, but that's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I don't know. You talk about just human nature in general. Yeah. I mean, there is that hierarchy, but like you said, I mean, you have to recognize that there's evil in the world. Yeah. And, and how does a society like this combat it, I guess? I mean, so you have one tribe of yeah Christians, one tribe of atheists. I mean, we know our stance on this topic and I don't, I mean, I don't bring it up lightly, but I mean, on a topic of abortion, I don't know. Oh man. Whew. Yeah. Um, it's murder. Yeah. But, but I'm saying that would be the stance. And anybody but, who disagrees would have to present why and not my body, my choice, because that doesn't answer anything. The society and it's probably a uh, community issue, not a tribal issue, not a state issue either. Probably right. a community. Yeah. Would have to define what a human is. Because here's the hardest part of all this. But the reality. If within our community we have disagreements, I don't think those disagreements just become arguments on Twitter. Yeah. I think those disagreements become, <laughs> uh, how do you want to put it? Bloody. But that's reality. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the elites have tried to tell us that we're, we're a civilized people compared to, you know, years ago, but we've only been doing this for like a hundred years, maybe 120 before this. Generally speaking, this is how we operated as a people. Right. We're not that far removed. But abortion, that's a great question. How do you deal with crime? That was another thing I was going to bring up. I mean, I guess it's more theoretical, but policing, I mean. Oh, I mean, there's no police. Well, that's that's what I mean. I mean, there, <laughs> but there is, there is crime. Yeah. Yeah. I, so... And this, this technically has its roots in communism, but this is where I blend it. You have a role. So you're not a cop and you're not like a full-time, you know, investigator. Mm -hmm. But when crime arises from your tribe, you're the one that gets called to deal with it. That's my solution, I guess. Yeah. Because because patrolling should not be a thing ever. No. The Fourth Amendment. I argue that police violate the Fourth Amendment, which is a wild stance to have, I get. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, again, detectives make sense to me because yeah. the crime was committed. Mm -hmm. You never technically prevent a crime. A crime always happens. Right. That's where menacing or, or, well, I guess conspiracy is different. But if you didn't carry out the crime, what's the crime? Right. Those are only factors after something has happened. Mm -hmm. Again, that, I, so I guess you have to think about organized crime. 
in, in an anarchist society. Um, especially when you think about like Italy and Sicily, etc. For or I mean Mexico. I mean Mexico is basically anarchy. This is why money cannot be a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm kind of even just going off the book now. As we're talking, I'm thinking I was going to ask about. I mean, basically, you think about everything that you need in today's world. I mean, you got to have electricity to light your house. You got to have some form mm-hmm. of gas for heating. I mean, maybe it's electric. Either way. Yeah. And you need some sort of income to sustain that. But I don't know what that, I mean, what that looks like in this sort of society. It almost feels, I don't know, is it like a utopian society? That we live in now? Well, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Because what I'm saying is that more than likely, we turn the clocks back. And we probably can't do a podcast. That's fun. (laughs) Now, this is where we'll, uh, this is where you you can only get theoretical. In reality, does electricity exist? Well, does time exist? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, essentially what we're proposing is like, you know, 1500s America. It just seems I'm not I'm not at all saying I don't agree yeah, with the I'll stance we're getting there, but it's just seems so out of this world, today's world at least. It does. I agree. But, but electricity's I mean, only been around for hundred and fifty years. Yeah, but I just think I mean you go am I gonna have to make my own clothes now? That's Great question. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I'm just thinking about simple stuff like that. Obviously, to me, this society, I mean, you would be responsible for, I'll say, the man would be responsible for feeding his family. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just envision, uh, I mean, stores and I don't know. I just, it's hard for yeah. me to envision it, but there wouldn't be Walmart. Right. Yeah. So, I how mean, do you get food? When you hunt, you, you grow, grow it. Yeah. With your community, with your tribe. And it's, I mean, everyone's contributing to that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean. And this is where, if you peel back the layers, it kind of sounds like, it kind of sounds like communism a little bit. Where, you know. You have a community, everyone's contributing, but reality is communism only exists because monetary value is included. If you take out money, it's anarchy. Yeah. Money continues. And I mean, 28 episodes in, we talk about it every single episode. Money controls everything. And it doesn't make any sense to me how we got here. I mean, it does. The elites. But that's that's the bargaining chip. If money is taking out of this scenario, mm-hmm. how are you above me? Now, one factor I will put in here 
And one thing I will say is that we are deep thinkers, partially because that's just how we're wired, also partially because we've been given the tools to do so. Mm-hmm. Does that exist in the anarchist society I'm proposing? Maybe. Off the top of my head, I want to say no. Because you're not going to be spending your time you know, reading history books or reading you know, Reddit threads or some crazy are shit. You, are you suggesting burning all the books? At, shut the fuck up. <laughs> books, books probably become the most important thing in the world. Yeah. Because that's where the information is. Yeah. You know, do, do people still write books in this society because they're not going to make money? Do people act in movies because they're not going to make money? At what point do we lose sight of our passion and only want to gain power? I don't know. Yeah. But those are great questions. And I, I was thinking of another one, just um, is there equality in this system? I mean, is our, in, in our community, huh? are you and I the same level? Or is it is it a value based on what you're putting in into the community? Or are we the same level regardless? I think that falls back on your tribe. How do you mean? I don't think within a community there are levels but if you're not contributing what you should be to the tribe because when i'm thinking tribe i'm thinking like seven to like ten maybe a few more maybe a few less families okay so you're so you're talking about okay that's okay yeah i mean you're talking about like max what 200 people maybe maybe that's sustainable i think yeah and so if you're not fucking contributing like we're gonna know and then you're gonna be the shame of your family Mm -hmm. and then they're gonna kick your ass and then when you still don't contribute then we're just gonna fucking bury you all right and then when they come to investigate, we're going to say, here's what happened. Who's Remember coming like, to investigate? Oh, ain't nobody coming because you're going to be exactly sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> I mean, here's the reality. It sounds uh, uncivilized, but more civil, more civility is required of you. You don't answer yeah. to anybody. Right. So you... You can never be a bootlicker. It's like the, yeah. It's like the shopping cart theory. Yeah. That's, that's an excellent, uh, go ahead and share it, but that's an excellent uh, analogy. Um, all right. I could sum it up, but basically yeah. shopping cart theory, everyone knows, you go to the grocery store, you get a shopping cart. You take all your groceries out to your car, and then do you put the shopping cart back in the specified area, in the little gate that you're supposed to put it in? And that basically just tells you <laughs> if you're a, if you are a person, a, a 
talking about civility. I mean, if you are a civil person. Yeah, because you're not going to... There is no one telling you you have to put that there. Yeah. But can you... <laughs> I'm trying to connect it, but there is no one telling you that you have to put that there. But are you civil enough to know, I'm going to help out the cart boy Yeah, that's coming to get these. I'm going to help him out, and I'm going to put him all in the right spot to make his job easier. Yeah, that's, that's, that's literally it. It's, that's, it's in reality that simple. The elites have just overcomplicated it. Mm-hmm. We, and I've said this for years now, we live in too complex of a society for anarchy to exist. A small town is in essence anarchy. If you know the sheriff, you can get away with a few things. That's no different than what we're proposing. Mm -hmm. In a big city, it can never exist. There's too many people. Yeah. Especially in today's world where everybody lives on top of each other. We're not even talking about like, you know, ancient Egypt or Rome where everybody at least had their own little Pueblo or like, you know, shack or something. Pyramid. Pyramid. Just just fucking with you. To fully embrace what I propose, you have to be willing to leave some things behind. But after the war, there might not be much left anyways. So you have to decide what's important. You know, my entire life, I've dealt with (laughs) strange scenarios (laughs) and situations and mental health. I consider myself a survivor. I've been told I'm a survivor. So maybe maybe it's easier for me to imagine than a lot of people. Because I'm like, okay, this is what it takes to get to tomorrow. And for some people, that's too much of a box. And I get that. For others, it's too simple to be real. And for some, I mean, the idea of going back to a manual workforce, the idea of going back to you providing for those around you and who depend on you Mm -hmm. is insane. But when you think about like the stories of the Bible, you think about how God intended the world to be. Mm -hmm. I, I just can't imagine that everything around us right now, I mean, sure, he knew what was going to happen. It was all part of the plan. But was it the goal? I don't know. Things to think about. These are what these these are the things that keep me up at night. Yeah. That and, you know, what beer am I going to drink tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Any any other questions you got for me tonight? I don't have any more now. Uh, it felt like some of the ones I had were just answered within answers from the other ones, and I don't know. And there are from this, I feel like now you have a a more clear vision of what I envision, and now you can say, okay, here's 
here's what could arise from different scenarios. And I think that's really the question is what happens if this happens? Right. But it also is important to think, and it's difficult to think, okay, but what if this doesn't exist? Like the Amazon thing. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to, I mean, you're just, it's like you're conditioned to what we have in the society today. I mean, we basically grew up in it. Yeah. So we don't really know anything else. Yeah. There's certain, I mean, there's plenty of people in America that know very different. Um, But yeah, it's just hard to envision a world where that doesn't exist. (laughs) And the world's probably a better place when that doesn't exist. You know, we've talked on here before. I mean, you really want to talk about the, the part one of the turning point of civilization, creation of the internet. Well, I guess creation of the nuclear bomb, but creation of the internet uh, touched everybody. Yeah. And it made things, it made possibilities and just continues to make possibilities endless. Mm-hmm. Now, I think part three is COVID. Uh, you know, eventually they'll probably say that we live in one, you know, PC, which is post COVID. But I don't know. Who knows? That'd be crazy. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? (laughs) But it goes back to this. You want to really round this all out this episode? Circle back. Who's to say we haven't done all this shit before? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who's to say Adam and Eve didn't create the world with God, etc. We did this all, you know, thousands or millions of years ago. And God was like, God, jeez, we got it. We got to start over. Talk about the great reset. No kidding. That's a good thing to think about. I, you know, I've seen, I don't know if you want to say they're conspiracy theories, but people talk about how how advanced were these ancient civilizations actually? Yeah, we don't know. I mean, in the, in the advancements of technology at the time could be very different than what we see right now. But it, I mean, if you compare them side by side, it could be basically the same. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, maybe maybe there wasn't the internet. But yeah. what about the wheel? Right. At the time, that was the same kind of advancement as far as how it projected humanity. Right. And yeah. yeah. And who were the two guys sitting on a podcast talking to one another? (laughs) They're like, did you see the fucking dinosaur yesterday? (laughs) Dumb bitch. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. In the end, we won't know until it's all over. Whether it be when we're on this earth or when we're six feet under. Yeah. And I think that's what I think that's what the biggest thing about uh, anarchist society brings peace to me about is in the end, everybody remembers that they all go to the same place when they're done. Yeah. At least when they're on this earth. 
Right. Their body all goes to the same place, but yeah. What? What's to come? I don't know. This was a great episode, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed putting it together because I knew we were going to get into some, you know, modern shit. But I was like, I can't wait to talk about why we should all be anarchists. I want to end this discussion, though, with the quote from Erico Malatesta that I just said earlier. Logically, federalism brought to its ultimate consequences apply not only to the different places people inhabit, but also to the various functions they perform in society. Right to commune to whatever association up to the individual means the same thing as anarchy, freeing sovereign units that associate with a common benefit. COVID vaccines are not the common benefit. You know, the IRS watching our bank accounts are not for the common benefit. Mm -hmm. This is why the right fails. It's because they want to live in this world where both my ideas that I've just presented and modern ideas can exist, coexist. They can't. Nope. There's too much happening. I'm not a population control person, but I understand there's a lot of people on the earth. Oh, yeah. How, now, they look at it as how are we going to control them? I look at it, at it as how are we going to feed them? Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that's a massive distinction. And I think, I think you think the same thing. I think all of our listeners think the same thing. As you go about the next two weeks, I don't know how you're going to survive without the Whiskey Rebellion for two weeks, but <laughs> when we come back, we will 100% be discussing the Titanic Olympic or Olympia shit because I looked into it even more and it's wild. Maybe we'll circle back to some of these discussions. But you know, like I said, keep fighting that good fight. Do not let them defeat us. Maybe they defeat us in our wallets. Maybe they take everything we have, but they can never break our spirit. If they break your spirit, they've won. Until then, they can never win. Buy guns. Buy ammo. Get strapped or get clapped. You know what it is. Great episode. Always fun with you, Publius. Mm -hmm. We love mm -hmm. you. Whiskey Rebellion, guys, and press crowd. Shout out. Jen Pisaki. You provide us a lot of free content, so we appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Fuck the leads. Fuck the system. Yeah. Great words from our founder, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out uh, Vic once again. I start, we started out with him at the beginning, but this one's a little more serious. And in all our discussion, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you're thinking about this future society, which I mean, it's probably, it's obviously been done before, but it's, it, it's out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Whether you want to believe it or not. So get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think we talked about this a lot at the beginning and I'm just going to reiterate it. I say it every week. I'm going to reiterate it because the, uh, the $3.5 trillion, <laughs> it doesn't cost anything. Remember? Nothing. But wait, I have to, to remind you, I'm going to remind you every week, there is no such thing as government funded. 
It is all taxpayer funded. Whether you like it or not, you will be paying that $3.5 trillion. That's right. But as we always say, may the gas of life forever. <laughs> <laughs>